0: for the time two minutes late and yeah two minutes late here we are live disorganized in disarray is anybody eating dinner this evening or anybody not turned up hey everybody it's the kubuntu podcast i'm rick timmis joining me is a florin and aaron honeycutt we're disorganized and all out of sync how are you doing guys a how are you mate i just finished my cabbage <laughs> cabbage oh jeez Hey, yeah. let's dash over to Aaron, and let's let's dash over to Aaron quick because he's been sweating. I think he ran out of ran out of um, uh, what would run out of nickels for his electricity meter. What happened, Aaron? Where have you been?
1: It's raining terribly bad and thundering here, so the car decided to flicker.
0: Wow, that's
1: bad. I don't I don't want to turn my desktop back on too much and i'm running the i'm connected to my cell phone's hotspot right now and so that way if the router turns off i'm fine
0: so it, so if there's a sudden like if there's a sudden flash across the screen and aaron disappears and there's just smoke left wandering around in the room we know you've been struck
1: <laughs> yes i hope not
2: let's hope not
0: oh good stuff good stuff well listen you know at least you're all right at least you're all right and at least we're here uh, we are uh, running a little bit delayed, yeah, uh, okay, a little yeah. bit disorganized. Of course, we are also supposed to be, uh, or we should be, or hopefully we are, um, also streaming live at the same time into the Ubuntu Online Summit in the Overture Over channel. So, hello Ubuntu, Ubuntu folks. Uh, hope you're there and hope you can see us. Um, let me tell you about what's going to happen, uh, what we've got coming up for you in tonight's show. <laughs> Uh, So come up in a minute, we'll give you all the latest news and feedback of what's been going on in Kubuntu community land. Uh, We've also got a review this evening, we're going to look at the new 1604 Xenial LTS release of Kubuntu and uh, we'll do some screen sharing, show some shots of that, um, talk a little bit about it. We've got some really interesting user feedback, lots and lots of user feedback, thank you to the people that have been writing to us, um, but we'll cover that as well. We've got a new segment as well, for the first time, Technologically Challenged, a new gaming segment, uh, so we'll come to that a little bit later, and an additional secondary news section, which is from the core development team at Kubuntu, and lots more going on. So, why don't we get started and find out what my two mates have been up to. So, Aaron, what have you been up to since the last time we saw you?
1: Uh... Figuring out how to use KDN Live and Open Broadcaster software.
0: Ooh, now why would you be doing that?
1: To edit for the segment, the gaming segment.
0: Oh. Okay. There's a lot of interest going on in, in Kubuntu Towers Studio in this open broadcast software, isn't there? And um, So uh, watch this space on that one, we're, uh, we're trying to... Um, well, let's put it this way, I'm just not sure that we could... we're trying to make the show more professional. I don't think we could make it any more amateur, could we?
2: <laughs> yeah, we need to first organize ourselves, and but uh, we're just going to skip over organizing ourselves, so we're just going to go use better software. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, because we are organised. We're consummate professionals, broadcasters of the first order. Um, you know, I, I, I think if we keep on like this, we'll people, we'll be, we'll be getting job offers from the BBC. <laughs> you, All right, you will. I won't.
1: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not in the BBC area, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, maybe. I might get a job offer from the BBC, but we mean the Broken Biscuit Company. <laughs> oh, my. All right, so... Oh, um, uh, What else have you been doing then, Aaron? Have you been playing a Canadian Live, messing about with open broadcast software, obviously getting some stuff on... Um, what was that massive rumbling sound? Is that...
1: That would be the thunder. Something
0: getting st- struck by lightning in your back garden. Ooh. Let's put you on the main screen. What you got there? Oh, you beginner. Is that running on your um, Nexus?
1: Yep, I made it adaptive, so when it's on a landscape, it uses two columns, but when it's horizontal, it uses one.
0: (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. All right.
1: This you might like this on your M10, by the way. You see, you can't rotate this the shell. Yeah. New update.
0: Oh, is that the new OTA? Yeah, I was having a problem with that. That was irritating me. When's that update you coming can't out then? You
1: can rotate it. Uh, it's probably going to be in the next over there update because it's on the RC proposed today. Oh, okay. It just came out today.
0: Oh, that would be really good. That would be really good. All right, we'll talk more about that in a minute. Well, I suppose, um, well, of course... M- Whilst you're waving shiny tablets in the air, trying to make things jealous, look, I've got a pink one. This is not pink, by the way. This is cherry red. Officially, it was yeah, officially... Yeah, sure. Paused.
2: We believe you. We believe you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, um, but my... Um, yeah, so my M10 tablet from Ubuntu arrived. Here it is. Um, you can see on the screen there. And uh, I've been mucking about with this. I, um, I also took it into work for a day and did, did a... Mm, the best part of three quarters of a day's work. So this is working in my in the CRM system, using Google Docs and some of the other open tools. We use a lot of Firefox. We've using this tablet in convergent mode with a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse. And it worked really well for me. Um, and it was g- great. I'm really pleased with it. So um, I'm very happy with that at the moment. Of course, it's improving all the time. And I know there's been lots of issues out there, and people talking about pluses and minuses of it. But for me, I'm very happy. Um, <clears throat> I've been busy organising the Kubuntu party, which hopefully, well, quite a lot of people came to, and we had a lot of fun. I certainly had a lot of fun. Um, uh, thank you to Ovidiu for um, putting me back in my box and keeping me, <laughs> keeping control of me at that party. It was great fun. Um, and I'm really, really pleased uh, that we got Muon 5.6 released in this um, latest release of Kubuntu. Um, th- big thanks to Carlo, Vanini, and Clive Joe. For helping me get that done. So that's what I've been up to. Uh, what about you, you So I've you been, been
2: working I've been working on quite a few things, but uh, one thing that I don't want to forget, I had my birthday since the last show and I finally turned a quarter of a century.
0: Happy birthday to you. Oh, Happy birthday oh, no. No, no, no. to no. Okay. You, you can stop you. now. You can stop That's, that's, that's right Happy right birthday, there. dear Ovidio, oh, Happy birthday to you. Someone hey. <laughs> Excellent, mate. Like Twenty, twenty-five years old.
2: Yeah. Okay. Now that we're done with that, let's get to serious business. <laughs> uh quick so i've uh, gsox started the bonding period between the students and the mentors so i've been bonding with my co-mentor and my my assigned student for the week to learn project ah cool so we've been bonding we discussed about agile and how we want to uh, pro- proceed with the project so we discussed a bit about qml And after that, uh, the last meeting we had, I decided, okay, I want to play a little bit with QML. uh, What do I want to do? Well, I'm missing uh, Twitter inside my Plasma. So I searched for a Twitter Plasmoid, and I didn't find any, or at least not any one that works on Plasma 5 and is pretty. So I said, okay, I'll make one. Yay! So I've looked over, I found the documentation, and I started building a Twitter Plasmoid. And the Twitter API is a bit harder to implement in QML than expected, but luckily the Plasma guys, when I told them about this, they've been very helpful. Uh, and they said they already have some engines ready for this. So I'm looking into those. So I'm hoping to have eventually a Twitter plasmoid that will be available in Plasma.
0: Hey, fantastic. That sounds really, really good. Um, and- Um, There used to be a Twitter on um, 14.04 because I had a Twitter plasmoid working on 14.04 and then something changed in the API and it broke. But I had it running all the time and it was really, really good. Uh, You could, you know, different streams, it was great. So um, that'd be really great if you could get that working if you do that'd be ace.
2: I'm I'm doing this for fun right now because I just want to play around with QML and some APIs. I'm going to see what's going to happen. And hopefully, I'll get something working eventually, and hopefully, it will be good. OK, besides
0: well, that, uh, we've been playing. Well, before you move on quickly, Hegemonate, who's in the in the, uh, in the IRC, says, nice job, a video with the, uh, the Twitter Plasmoid. Good job.
2: Thanks. Thanks a lot. And also, tell, thank you, Mario Grip, for the good wishes. Uh, so, right now, for everybody who's watching right now, uh, we are available for chat right now in the uh, hashtag Kubuntu-podcast, that's our podcast channel, and we're also available in hashtag Ubuntu-UOS-overflow, and this is the UOS channel for this specific event. Uh, maybe Aaron can give us more ev- more details about what UOS is.
1: Uh, U.S. is uh, uh, right after release, uh, we do an online summit to gather everyone globally to talk about the plans for the next release. Um, right, there was a Ubuntu for the web browser, for the Ubuntu Touch, talk about what they're going to do for that cycle. Uh, UNAV have a cycle, a session. Uh, Ubuntu GNOME had a session for what they're going to do for their release, next release. So it's just global communication and planning for the next release, what we're going to do for the next six months, essentially.
0: Cool, cool. And now, uh, we should put a link, well, I suppose a link link to the show notes uh, would be useful, but maybe we should, um, uh, Is it's at summit.ubuntu.com, if people want to go and take a look at that. Is that right, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, summit.ubuntu.com.
2: Uh, and from there you go to schedule and then go to Wednesday and you'll find us over there about Mm -hmm. Kubuntu podcast but also please check out all the other sessions that have passed and that are still gonna be tomorrow's the last day so it's a three-day event the sessions are still ongoing right now at the same time with Kubuntu podcast and they're all and this is the last for today but tomorrow we're gonna have another series of sessions
0: yeah, and they're all held out using Hangouts and video like this, so you can kind of watch the presenters talking about things and interact and ask questions via chat and so on and so forth. Um, what I forgot to mention as well, whilst we were talking about how people can get hold of us in IRC, of course, you can also get hold of us via our website and come straight into IRC, can't you, a video? And tell people how they can do that. Oh,
2: yeah, I forgot to mention that. So there have been a few new developments to our website. Uh, one of which Aaron doesn't know about because he had a power glitch. <laughs> okay. So uh, then, uh, I'm gonna. I, I want actually I want to do some screen sharing because I I want to
0: have bragging rights to this. Cocoon, okay.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna do some screen sharing.
0: While uh, you get that set up, Clive Joe and of course on Telegram. And we'll give you the links to uh, Telegram for those people that want to interact with us on Telegram as well. Okay. Rick, can you please set me as present to everyone? I can. One moment, my friend, and I will do that for you. Okay, you are ready to rock. Okay, so first of all, this is
2: our new website. Does everybody see it?
0: Yes, it's presenting to everyone.
2: Rick, okay. Did I, Andrea did the artwork for that, didn't he? Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Andrea Dersarto is our awesome audio editor and perhaps even video editor and our designer for Kubuntu. He does a lot of our graphics. And God bless this him! Is. Nice. This is one of his designs and I told hey we need a new banner for the website. And Okay, what do you want it to be? Hey, this is the banner for Ubuntu, so use that squirrel and make it like make Konki look like that squirrel. Oh, origami style. Yeah, that sounds good. And then he came up with this and it was just mind blown. Whoa!
0: He is superb. He really is. He's, he's awesome. He's it's incredible. One, he yeah, lovely guy. Very, yeah, that very
2: extremely talented. Okay, so we've had uh, some updates on the site. Uh, you excuse this black bar at the top. I've just been working on it, so I'm still logged in and I have all the, these settings here. Sorry for that so what I wanna see show you we have this new podcast link here on the website if you click on this you see some information about the podcast uh, what the Kubuntu podcast is and where you can find links for the video links the video files the MP3 and ODG feeds and all that and at the bottom of the page you have the IRC or chat uh, interface you have a, a chat over here so I'm gonna be stealth here. I'm going to sign in as viewer 332216 and click on start and now I am inside the Kubuntu podcast IRC channel which we use for chat <laughs> and I just blew my cover Kubuntu Okay. Besides this, uh, if you also go to our support page, now I'm going to have to leave the page and sign out to this chat. If you go to our support page at the bottom, again, you have embedded chat support. Uh, remember this is community support, so you you're being helped by volunteers who and when they are available. Okay, one more thing that I want I really want to show you guys is the download page. Aaron, please pay attention. Because you don't know about it. So just now, Fresh Out of the Oven is our new download page for the Kubuntu website.
0: Fresh out of the oven.
2: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, because I've actually written code two minutes before the show started on this. What well, that means, work.
0: is it's half-baked.
2: <laughs> so it's, it's still fresh out of the oven. It still needs to cool down a little. And people need to start complaining, hey, where's that button? Hey, where's that link? This isn't working. This doesn't look right. So people's gonna start screaming on me right now. Right now. But right, it looks cool. incredible. It has uh, links for everything. Well, almost everything you need, and it's much more organized. Uh, and you can select here 64 or 32 bits. Also, you can go to the alternative downloads and torrents page, which is a separate page, where you have all the BitTorrent things and all the BitTorrent links, as you can see here. Uh, the mirror links, the checksums for all the uh, images, uh, and a link to past releases where you can see all the past releases of Kubuntu. So this is everything. What I still need to add a few things in here from the old download page, but it's gonna be there. So don't worry. Uh, already I'm very happy with how it looks and how everything is. I hope all of you guys are also happy with this.
0: And most importantly, go and test it. Go and go out there and uh, try the download oh, yeah, links, try yeah, the BitTorrents, yeah. and uh, uh, and uh, let us know. Come come you come to uh, Kabunchu Channel and let us know if you find it, if you've got any problems, and we'll uh, we'll do our level best to fix them. How do I All stop right. the screen tearing? <laughs> I done it. I done it. I took it back. Okay, <clears throat> that's brilliant. Uh, so that's what we've been up to now. <laughs> be remiss of me not to uh, into very briefly, just with a quick sponsor segment, really. Um, these guys haven't asked actually for this sponsor segment to be mentioned, but we wanted to do this anyway because these guys have done an awesome job, and that's the folks at Big Blue Button. Um, so, for those of you who have been following some of the stuff we've been doing with the Kubuntu party, you'll know that. The first Kabuntu party that we did, we ended up gate crashing uh, the servers at Big Blue Button, and there was a bunch of us who kind of piled in there and uh, started using their servers. When we decided that Google Hangouts was rubbish for what we were trying to achieve, and uh, well, bless him, Fred Dixon, the product manager of Big Blue Button, um, gave the Kabuntu community are uh, a big blue button conferencing and online education server that we can use. Um so it would be remiss not to mention about these guys at Big Blue Button, basically they provide a open source conferencing solution that includes video and audio and presentation software, the ability to screen share with interactive whiteboards with uh, tools for managing a training classroom so people can hold their hands up and and talk on their microphones. It's got interactive chat functionality. and uh, and it's a really great tool and it's really really useful for conferencing we're going to be using it more and more here at Kubuntu for some other projects that we've got going we'll tell you more about that in due course but we just wanted to say a big thanks to Fred and his team over at bigbluebutton.org please do go and check out their project and take a look uh, all the software is open source so you can download it and install on, on your own ubuntu server set up the software and play with it for yourself and see what they think so a big thumbs up and thanks very much to fred and the big blue button guys you're awesome okay right let's move into the next section then so we've got some uh, interesting feedback coming back in Kubuntu news and first up we got some feedback on this Google Summer of Code which one of you guys has uh, has got the lead on that one? I do Mm, okay
2: tell us about this video Uh, I believe I already told everybody but you should anyhow I'll say again Google Summer of Code is an event organized by Google where Google asks open source free software organizations to uh, mentor various students on their projects so that the projects get to to have some students working on them and evolve and students gain experience and Google pays them something like an internship and everybody benefits from this Uh, the students benefit experience the organization's benefit with uh, code or some, yes, code written Uh, Google benefits by helping the open source communities which Google uses their products and not specifically. Okay Uh, I'm getting off topic again. Anyway. No,
0: No, that was good.
2: Okay Uh, KD is one of the organizations participating and in Google Summer of Code, and we have participated for many, many years. Uh, this year, KD got accepted in Google Summer of Code again, and uh, KD this year got thirty-seven slots. That means th- KD has thirty-seven students uh, working on projects this year inside the Google Summer of Code. Uh, I myself have one of, one student uh, under, let's say, my umbrella together with uh, Russell Green, I hope I'm not mistaking his name, Russell Green yeah, Russell Green, uh, he's my co-mentor from USA and we're working on a desktop client from for Wiki2Learn so you have the whole... Uh, you have what you need from Wiki2Learn offline available for you the desktop client is be, is going to be written in QML so and most likely going, going to be using the Kirigami uh, framework from KDE so that it's available not just on desktop but also on mobile platforms.
0: Okay, and so uh, tell me a little bit more about this mentoring then. Um, what's involved in that? What do you have to do? How much commitment is there from you?
2: So, students are expected to participate uh 40 hours per, per week as just almost like a normal internship as they uh, would go to the actual well, company even though they work from home and work from and they ex, they are expected to work full time on this Stu- uh, mentors they they are expected to have enough time to be available anytime the student needs to guide the students to go with the project in a specific direction when the students applied they made a proposal for what they want to do and how they want to do it and based on that proposal the students were chosen which students are going to get uh, uh, in the project mm-hmm. so uh, we've, we've chosen we've chosen many more students but unfortunately the slots the slots we got uh, as KDE were less than we hoped for but that hopes that happens to everybody because yeah Uh, so we got only 37 students Uh, so we tried to do the best and find and get the best projects in
0: and we're trying to be the best That sounds really cool so from your point of view then really uh, it's not it's not like consuming a lot of your time uh, to do this obviously um, you know you're able to do this with work and the rest of your commitments
2: yeah Uh, me as a mentor yes because uh, I'm a mentor that means that I already have some experience so when a student comes to me with a certain problem I already ex also because I'm a mentor on that specific project I already have the experience to understand what his problem and be able to fix it or help him fix it quickly so my uh, direct interaction during my normal work hours uh, would be pretty limited. So that wouldn't be a problem for me at my workplace. Uh, but also, what I've, dis- for example, what I've p- discussed with, uh, l- let's formulate like with my student, uh, what I've discussed with him is let's do Agile Scrum and use it like that. Have every day a short meeting uh, that is. <laughs> set on that specific hour and we set an hour that all that our time zones is okay for everybody uh, I have that meeting that's 5-10 minutes and discuss okay what have you achieved today what are you planning to work on tomorrow and what's, uh, what's blocking you and that meeting is mandatory every day like, maybe not in the weekend as well but during the working day uh, we have that meeting mandatory and maybe in the weekends or in one of the days we're going to have a longer meeting and discuss uh, what exactly we're going to do in the sprint. Uh, That's the mandatory meeting. But besides that, uh, we're going to have uh, random discussions whenever necessary.
0: You know, that's a really good idea as you were talking there and talking about that scrum method. You know, maybe that's something that we should do um, with new people that want to get involved in the Kubuntu community, people who are interested in documentation or packaging or just getting involved with us crazy cats down here at Kubuntu. Um, We could have a little section where once a day, you know, we just uh, can be there to just, uh, you know, touch base with them and uh, uh, bring them on. What do you think?
2: Uh, I think we should discuss this further since we're an open-source project uh, mainly uh, driven by volunteers. It's a bit hard to implement Scrum, but we can implement Agile in some way.
0: Mm, okay. So I, don't, you know, I, I expect volunteers to be on the clock. I expect them to turn up at the right time, six days a week, no time off. <laughs> that, that's That's how we roll. <laughs> All right, good, good. Okay, thank you for that. Well, that's really good. Um, So we've got a little bit of party news here. Um, I'm going to skip over the news on the podcast section because we kind of just covered that uh, when we looked at the video. Uh, uh, But a little bit of news on uh, party news. As you know, I mentioned earlier, we did the second Kubuntu party, which was it was getting a bit crazy. The idea was to uh, to focus on packaging and and get set up for packaging and do that kind of stuff. We did very little packaging, lots of laughing and joking and larking about and um, and just generally relaxing and having fun. The net result of that, what we realised, what we learned from that was that actually uh, the Kubuntu parties that we've been doing once a month and we intend to keep doing once a month are really an opportunity for those of us that are working in the voluntary community to just come and hang out. Just relax, hang out with one another, have some snacks, have something to drink, talk about stuff, share ideas, and share the fun of, of, of Kubuntu and the fun of being involved in the party. And uh, as I mentioned before, we've been using Big Blue Button for that. There is an article I wrote up. Uh, we wrote an article uh, that went up on the website that reviews the party and gives you all the details, and the links are in the show notes. And uh, for those of you that are listening... um. To this in the audio podcast the next event will be on Friday the 20th of May in the big blue button room and uh, that will be at 1900 um, UTC 1900 UTC okay right so Let's dive into this main section then, because in our main segment today we've got some discussion to be had, but also, of course, we've just released Xeniel uh, LTS-1604. Um, so hopefully we can talk about that release, about what's new and the new features that have gone into there, and maybe we can get some screen share going on and have a look at uh at what we have got. So, Ovidiu, do you want to take us through, uh, tell us what's new in uh, in the latest release and what are the exciting, cool things? And perhaps Aaron can uh, maybe get a screen share set up or something like that, or however you guys want to do it.
2: Uh, I do the screen share and Aaron shows show what's new.
0: Brilliant, OK, all right. Aaron, tell us about uh, LTS then, my friend. What's, what's cool and groovy in the latest release?
1: Uh, you already went over the uh, that Muon managed to get slipped in at the last minute, which is a big thing.
2: I'm screen sharing right now while Aaron is talking, so if you can present to everyone.
0: I can present to everyone. Yeah, you've got a squirrel in the tree. Yeah, I was really pleased that Muon got in there, and I know there were a lot of people that were keen to get that, uh, get that in, and it was a real big result because essentially Muon had been orphaned uh, so it needed somebody to pick it up and maintain it and do a release. Uh, Carlo's uh, taken over that and done a, done a release. And I've also stepped forward to maintain. So now we've got it maintained and packaged and we can keep it going forward. So, uh, you know, long live Muon with a little bit of luck. So that was good. <coughs> but, uh, but obviously that's a bit of an esoteric piece of software. What else is uh, is new and shiny? What's this thing we're looking at here? Can you see this as well, uh, Aaron?
1: Yeah, I can see the video.
0: Ah, oh, great. Well, while a video pokes stuff, maybe you could tell us uh, what we're looking at? I'm poking stuff, and Aaron, just say what
2: you want me to poke.
1: Uh, oh, what about uh, opening the on uh, package manager?
2: Oh, I don't have that installed, because I don't. Sorry. That's-
1: you don't? No,
2: the Muon Package Manager, I don't have it installed. Uh, is it available in the repositories right
0: now? It is. I thought it was installed by default. Let me. If, check. You
1: didn't, if, you didn't, um, if you didn't do a clean install, I imagine... I can do it. I have it. I have it installed. No, oh, okay. I
2: don't. No, I don't. Oh. Uh, if you want to show it right well, now, or you can show it after we... Yeah, run let's this. show it afterwards. But with, I have
0: it right um, now. Is it... Well, we... Oh hang on ah. Aaron's got it all right okay hold okay, on okay okay switch to switch on, everybody using. here we go professional Kubuntu podcast i'm switching presenters
1: switch Woo-hoo.
0: presenters i'll switch back in a moment mate Aaron, uh, all yes. right so here we go shiny new one package manager um and it's working we fixed a lot of the bugs um I didn't update this release yet for the new authors and the thanks to stuff, so it's all the same standard stuff. I have got that in a branch at the moment, and I'm working on that. Um, I've been mostly uh, trying to work through the latest bugs and just answer responses to uh, to some of the new bugs and new questions that people had on uh, bugs.kde.org. Um, and um, I plan to um, do some bits and pieces in my dev branch and then release them and I know Carlo's doing some bits and pieces so we have an updated release at some point but it was kind of a bit of a major rush just to tag uh, to to bug fix the the Qapt uh, the libqapt library so that the uh, package updates would refresh without crashing Um, Carlo fixed that and then we needed to get a 5.6 release tagged so that we could actually get it past the feature freeze to get it included in this 1604 LTS release so it was pretty crazy. And to be fair, we would never have done it if Clive Joe hadn't dashed in the background and packaged it up for us um, to get it done. So it was pretty hairy, but we got it done. And, uh, and it's, a, it's a good tool.
2: OK. Uh, I just got a request <laughs> to show how I added some of the widgets I have on my <laughs> desktop.
0: OK. Let's put you back into present to everyone mode then. A video. I actually
1: have that system stats thing widget on, too, by the way. Yeah.
0: You just wanna take it over, right?
1: Not really. I'm just saying I have it. <laughs> okay. Well
0: uh, let, this is good dude. Let's switch back and forth and um, yeah, because I quite so like who's it. presenting right now? The squirrel? You're presenting you're presenting right now. It's the squirrel.
2: How do I turn okay. it? Okay, so it what I have strange. here extra, what how I configured my desktop is the normal launcher here, well the classic launcher. Uh, icon only task manager. uh, virtual desktops, activities, and then a second panel which has the system tray, clock, dates, uh, system load viewer, redshift, uh, temperature control, and weather.
0: I like that weather widget, that's really cool, I have that on my desktop.
2: Uh, Let me see, add widgets, and I have here all the widgets, so how I got them, I got uh, obtain new widgets, or download new widgets. I don't know how it's in English. Sorry.
1: Download um, or install new widgets.
2: Okay, and then download new Plasma widgets. You have here a list of w- uh, widgets or plasmoids that have been tested with uh, Plasma 5, and only those you get to see in here. And I just looked through through some of these and found: Hey, I want this redshift. I want this weather. I want this one. I want this one. So I just installed them all.
0: Uh, <laughs> let's install see. them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I installed everything. Everything I wanted, of course. Yeah. Except yeah. my package manager. You're naughty. I'm wounded. I winded. did not want that one. Well, why? <laughs> why why? why did I go to all that trouble to build it and get it released, then?
2: Because <laughs> Ubuntu Xenial, right now by default, uh, recommends to use apt instead of apt-get. <sighs>
0: for hey, for I like example. your terminal. That's very funky and posh, isn't it? Zsh, yeah. Zsh yeah. with uh, a bullet train theme. Oh. Oh, I, do you know I'm so not cosmopolitan? I'm so oldie worldy. I've just got like, you know, the old standard console. And, and I was, I was just thinking to myself. Now, anybody look watching the video, the this video um, uh, podcast, is going to look at this and think. Well I didn't I I didn't get that when I installed Kubuntu. Oh, it doesn't look anything like mine.
2: No but, no this is customized uh, to my specific
0: preferences. And that's one of the beautiful things I think about Kubuntu is that it is, you know, so customizable. You can change so many things to get it the tool tool set up and to get your desktop set up just the way you want it
2: well this is something like how it will actually I have the, the plane
1: installed.
2: here we go this is how the plane terminal would
0: look just like this yes when because I haven't changed the route that's better like that much more conservative all these fancy colors going on don't know what you are thinking whoops <laughs> <laughs> okay uh,
2: so I have some of these with it what uh, the ones I like and I want to show everybody is this one with the red shift if you hover over and you scroll uh, upwards you get you you see it gets a blue shift and if you scroll downwards it gets a red shift until it exaggerates and this uh, according to if you just leave it on automatic according to what time it is during the day it will shift towards red colors this is supposed to be more relaxing for the eyes and I can confirm for me at least during the evening and the night uh, it's especially the night it's much more relaxing to work on the warmer colors
0: uh, is it real did it not look it it didn't look like it did anything did you did you make it change the colors then or not uh
2: I did I did just change the colors I'm not sure if the this was this is shown okay I'll switch again to maximum red now it's maximum red do you see any change right now maybe it
0: looked like it went a bit more bright
2: okay but,
1: yeah.
2: then, it, then it means that uh, the recording doesn't show it but uh it just changes the screen settings. So. Okay, fair enough. Okay, Aaron, should I show anything else that's new and awesome, or do you want to show it?
1: Uh, I could just show me using activities. Okay, go ahead. I have a few of them going on.
0: Here uh, we go. All right, you're on present to everyone, Aaron.
1: Do not judge my wallpaper of choice, but... I have the CPU load over here, and then disk space uh, usage. Is it yeah. showing?
0: Yes, it is. I have them on my um, desktop. How many CPUs have you got in that machine?
1: Uh, it's an in, uh, Intel i7, so it has four. It's dual. It's quad core, but it has eight threads, though. Wow. So yeah, um, I have a demo mode. that's pretty stock. Um, for taking screenshots oh, yeah. and, so, and whatnot. Yeah,
0: this is a bit more like what I would have. Yeah, here you go. Standard I have a
1: desktop stuff. mode. This is a laptop, but I have a desktop mode. It's when I have a power supply going in. All the screen brightness is all the way up. There's no power um, uh, conservation or anything. It's full on. And I have a laptop mode. You can see this, the, the colors dimmed a bit more, and there's power uh, restrictions and stuff on, so I can get more battery out of it
0: so this is the activities that we're talking about here which is a a concept that not that Mm. many people use or know that much about but effectively you've got different activities that are set up for different things that you're doing and and uh, and different statuses that your laptop is in, that's correct isn't it?
1: yeah I have this one set up for school so I have a little notebook to write down what I need to do homework wise and uh, I forget what name of this Bruce, widget is. Bruce. I forget what the folder name of this view. widget is. Yeah, yeah, the folder view that, and it's focused on a document uh, directory under Documents for schoolwork, where all the files I would need in this activity would be. And then that's how I'm using activities. And then yeah. I'm just, I'm pretty much stock. I just, I rotate around with that uh, kickoff and classic or full screen. I rotate all the time though. And that's how I got my set up with activities.
0: Mm. Yeah, and, and activities are really something that um, I would encourage people using Kubuntu to experiment with. They are so so useful, and uh, they do take <clears throat> it takes a little a little bit of playing around to to kind of get the concept. I found that anyway. It took me a while to really get the concept of why it was different from a virtual from the virtual desktops. Um, and and how it kind of differed. But once you get used to them, they're really, really useful. Um, and on my machine here, actually, I've got this this machine that I'm working from here, which is my multimedia machine. I've Am got I this mode, which is uh, the standard
2: Stop desktop. the presentation to everybody.
1: Am
0: no, I still yeah, broadcasting?
2: Everything. You're still broadcasting. Do you still want to show us something? Yeah, you,
1: yeah, you, you, see, you see I'm switching virtual desktops and nothing's really changing too much. The widgets are still the same. Yes. But with activities stay everything rotates around. All the widgets are different on every activity, but virtual desktops stay the same. So there's a lot more different customizability with activities and how do I end this?
2: Uh, click on the green button on the left side.
1: Oh, there's usually a button on the bottom to end it. Okay. Uh,
2: yeah, Hangouts decided uh, Google decided to change the interface for Hangouts again. So yeah, deal with it. No. So, I won't. well,
0: hopefully we, don't hopefully don't we're gonna, we are going to deal with that, and we are going to get. Uh, we, we are working in the background here at uh, Kubuntu Towers uh, to, uh, to, to work on some new software and some new tools to uh, try to improve things. So, more on, that on that topic,
2: in- let me ask for some community help. If anybody has any experience with setting up RTMP servers, please ping me after the show. We need to
0: talk. <laughs> yeah we do. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, we've we been experimenting with OBS, the open broadcast software. We think we know what we want to do with this now. We want to use uh, each of us use OBS on our desktops to capture our streams and so on, our video streams and our audio streams. And then we will use our big blue button conferencing server to actually orchestrate and organize the show together, the three of us. And that will also give us the opportunity to have members of the community come into the show um, talk to us if they want to talk to us on chat and interact with us um, and at the same time we'll be able to stream those video feeds to uh, through RTMP just as soon as anybody who knows how that stuff works gets in touch with the video and helps him fix it <coughs> that's good stuff good stuff so um, the short story is we've got obviously a nice new download page that we want people to try out we've got a nice new release 1604 LTS so, get on over to our download section on uh, kubuntu.org and um, download it, play about with it, um, exp- you know, experiment and, uh, and have fun. Come and uh, catch up with us in IRC, tell us about your experiences, and if you have any difficulties or problems, then uh, dive into the uh, support channel, the community support channel, and we will help you out. All okay. right.
2: Can we move to the war flame wars?
0: Yep. Let's move to the Flame Wars, then. Oh. Oh. So, Where's that picture of Bruce?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: That, that needs
2: to be shown right now. So, uh, I'm going to discuss about the Flame Wars. I'm not going to watch the chat while I'm going to read this. So, in order to avoid... Uh, anything, I wrote everything down, so I'm going to try to read it and interpret it as I'm reading. Uh, paraphrase some things to make it quicker. Uh, guys, if you guys want to watch the chat, because I see people are screaming on the chat.
0: Okay, so
2: what I want to talk about with everybody is Ubuntu versus Netrunner versus KD Neon. People started having flame wars in the community on various social networks, and I... I want to clarify this for everybody, I've, I've talked with uh, Jonathan Riddle, I've asked him to confirm that everything I wrote here is correct, and uh, he couldn't join the show for various reasons, so that he can also confirm this, but he also, everything I'm saying here is also written on the on site, uh, I'm not exactly sure what's on the Netrunner site, because I haven't looked for some time. So I'm going to start uh, reading what I wrote here. Uh, so first of all, let the flame wars begin. Let's create a purpose for award war where there isn't any. This is sarcasm. I have the Sheldon sarcasm sign up here. So please stop with the flame wars. Okay. First of all, to clarify, Kubuntu, Netrunner, and KD Neon are not the only Linux distributions of KD software but most even moreover they're not the only distributors of KD software we also have BSD we also have KD on windows and on mac and we also have uh, solaris and many many other operating systems some people mm-hmm. even compiled KD on various operating systems on raspberry pi and whatnot so first a little bit of history kubuntu started in parallel with ubuntu as in the beginning there was a choice to be made, Gnome versus KDE, to be the desktop environment for Ubuntu. Jonathan Riddle uh, at the time employed by Canonical to bring the KDE desktop to Ubuntu was paid to promote it. I think he... Ah, this is after Ubuntu existed. Uh, Jonathan Riddle was the promoter for KDE and the decision was taken eventually for Ubuntu to go with Gnome, but also with KDE as a parallel flavor. And this flavor is the magic word of Ubuntu. Over time, other flavors have appeared. Xubuntu uses XFCE, Lubuntu uses LXTE, Edubuntu, uh, Miss Ubuntu, and uh, recently uh, Ubuntu Mate, and uh, Ubuntu Studio, and many, many others. I, I don't know them all by heart. You can find them on Kubuntu, on the Ubuntu website. Uh, but keep in word the magic keep in mind the m- magic word flavor uh, canonical later uh, ended partnership with Jonathan as an employee to work on Kubuntu and Jonathan moved to Blue Systems, but he kept his role as a release manager of Kubuntu and uh, he kept working on kubuntu uh, now to clarify what's a flavor a flavor is a variant of the same distribution so in any sense of the word Kubuntu is basically just Ubuntu the same with Xubuntu and Lubuntu they're basically just the same but with a different jacket for a different audience or purpose uh, it's just a, li- it's a Linux distribution but it's not exactly a distribution on its own Uh, it's a flavor of the same distribution so basically it's Ubuntu comes with Unity and some GNOME applications Kubuntu comes with uh, Plasma and some KDE applications Lubuntu comes with uh, LXDE applications and so on but the core is exactly the same is the core is the Ubuntu core Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think it has an exact name but we refer to it as Ubuntu core. Uh, Next Uh, Okay, I just said this.
0: (laughs) You got ahead of your own notes.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, For for Kubuntu has always delivered vanilla KDE as it came from upstream. There were at times exceptions from this rule uh, when the KDE project for a specific purpose was unmaintained or had big security issues. For example, why Kubuntu ships right now Firefox instead of Reconc, or why it ships uh, LibreOffice instead of uh, Caligra. Caligra. Caligra, suite, yeah. Cal- Caligra is pretty good, but it still is not as great as uh, LibreOffice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think I have here some notes from uh, uh, Jonathan, I believe. In KDE three times it wasn't exactly vanilla. There were some modifications in order to make stuff be- work better. Oh no, this is notice from Clay Clay Do. Mm, okay. Uh,
0: okay. But uh, the, it, the, there were the some minor tweaks just to, to make, make it work KDE, good on Ubuntu. stock KDE, don't we? Uh, stock KDE as 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 it was meant to be and released by the KDE team, that's what yeah. we're aiming for.
2: Yeah, that's what mm. we're aiming for. Exactly how the KDE team plans to make it and wants it to work. That's, has, that has always been the vision of Kubuntu. Okay, now, to move on. Netrunner appeared later, developed by almost almost the same team that developed Kubuntu, but it, came, it appeared from the need to have a more customized Kubuntu. For for example, uh, Netrunner comes as far as I remember with VLC installed, and it also has some various other software installed and configured, and maybe and even some uh, some of the KD settings were tweaked for a different audience. For some od- some for some people that want uh, a KD desktop but they want it cust- already customized in a specific way. Okay. That's one of the mantras of Linux distributions. There is a distribution for every kind of person. Uh, a, an old colleague of mine approached me today and he asked, hey, I want to use Linux. Uh, what do you recommend? I, and I said, uh, I can't recommend something because there's it, it's subjective. Every Linux distribution is different and every person is different. So one of them might fit you. You would just have to try a few and see which one best fits you. Mm-hmm. So eventually he said okay give me a few options and then I give, gave him a few options of course the first one was Kubuntu uh, and he tried Kubuntu he said he liked it but uh, and for this I want to apologize for on behalf of the development team we didn't manage to fix this in time uh, when you launch the new the live version and you want to click the install the folder view widget on the desktop where you have the install button is small for some reason it's there's some bug so you don't actually see the install button but if you enlarge that folder view you can click on the install button so sorry guys for
0: that we'll come back to that in a minute but um, we'll be, we will come back to that in a minute I've got some uh, stuff from the developer notes on that so what's the difference then between Netrunner and Neon and Kubuntu then how are these things different why are they different Okay, Kubuntu had a project back in the day
2: uh, in 2010 called Project Neon. Its purpose was to have the latest KD software in Kubuntu as almost what's on master on in, in the repositories uh, but also have the latest releases. Uh, in, over time this project has been renamed to Kubuntu CI as Kubuntu's continuous integration. Okay.
0: Uh,
2: Okay, then this was the purpose, but uh, over time due to some limitations of, and this is my choice of words, uh, due to some limitations of the Ubuntu platform and some uh, misunderstandings, let's call them that, uh, between uh, various Kubuntu developers and various uh, Ubuntu developers or other titles, uh, due to some misunderstandings, uh, some Kubuntu developers decided to go uh, away from under the umbrella of Canonical and Ubuntu and develop their own version of uh, latest KDE software available on Ubuntu. So they created KDE Neon. Now, to clarify this, KDE Neon is not a Linux distribution. KDE Neon is a KDE software repository as mentioned on their website, if you read on their website, they provide okay. image files so that it's easier to get started. So you don't have to install Ubuntu, then fiddle with setting up uh, repositories and all that. That's why they provide images. But uh, keep in mind, they just provide a repository. So they're not going to give you a distribution that's KDE Neon and you will have everything set up and ready to be used like it's with Kubuntu or Netrunner you have just a repository that gives you the latest so basically you could have Kubuntu and add the repositories for KDE Neon on top of that and then have the latest KDE software now we're still discussing uh, uh, what happens with the Kubuntu CI and what happens uh, and how are we befriending KDE Neon in Kubuntu uh, as a project not as a community uh, we're still discussing this to see how we're going to continue with this. So th- this, but I wanted to clarify this for, for you, for the
0: community. So okay. I believe it's clear. And what about uh, Netrunner? Because that's uh, another KDE thing as well, isn't it? Um, is, that, is Netrunner a distribution or a, um, Yes, a, yes. Net, Netrunner is a distribution based on Kubuntu,
2: that has it's basically Kubuntu modified for a specific uh, user base, uh, ah. but it, it also modifies the KD, it's not uh, vanilla upstream, it also the uh, ships with different applications. I don't even know exactly just the current status of Netrunner.
0: Hmm, okay,
2: I would have to right. see their website and see what happens.
0: You can see where the community gets uh, where the, where they see this crossover and overlap, and of course. Um, you were quite right, rightly correcting me when I described neon KDE uh, described KDE neon or neon as a distribution earlier on. You said, "Well, no, it's not. You know, we've got to we've got to get that clear. It is, uh, you know, a software repository that sits on top." Um, we got a couple of questions coming in uh, from some of the audience. Jabava asks us, "Is there anything from the GNOME ecosystem that Kubuntu ships?" From the
2: GNOME ecosystem, I don't think so. We ship Firefox, which is I think the only uh, application that uses GTK, and that's as close as we get to GNOME. But I don't think we have any GNOME applications.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right to me. I don't I, obviously they're available. You can you can uh, install various or, well, you can install all the software that's available to you in Ubuntu onto Ubuntu. Uh, but in terms of what we ship with. Um, Probably the only GTK app that we actually sh- do. We still ship with GIMP, or we have to install that.
2: No, no, we don't. We don't ship with GIMP. Uh, we don't ship with uh, not even Krita anymore. They're okay. available to be installed. And we decided to go with that because most people don't do that advanced video editing. What Gwenview can do can do is pretty much enough for general case user. Yeah, for what
0: they want to. Someone wants to do more to do. advanced
2: than. Other programs are available, like K Color Paint. Don't forget about K Color Paint. That's an awesome. Software. Uh, um, yeah,
0: there's so many, so many pieces of K software out there that are just awesome, just really, really good. Um, I remember you were going to say something. Firefox doesn't
1: use GTK; it uses a XUL toolkit, uh, design-wise.
0: That's right, oh. actually, it does. Zool, it is, it is using Zool, is correct. So it's
2: not even GTK, so even further away from GNOME. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool, so, cool. Uh, are any other questions? Because I didn't look in the chat. Uh, there was a comment, actually, which was uh, a comment from Clive Joe, who said that obviously we were talking about we ship with LibreOffice at the moment, but Clive Joe was saying that Caligra uh, has come a long way. and... Um, and it's probably worth encouraging people actually that if they did want to go and experiment with Caligra, which is uh, effectively the KDE's native office suite, uh, then it's available to install. Uh, but Clive-J made that comment, and that's about it. I see I, feedback here.
2: Personally, I do recommend it, for, so you can try and use it and experiment with it. And the developer te- development team is always looking for feedback. So if you find something that doesn't work or if you find something that works and that you can always give them good feedback that's always welcome to everybody which reminds me we have some good feedback to get to
0: well we do I'm going to get to that as well but I'm probably ought to interject here and explain to the good folks that are watching or listening and thinking hang on a minute guys it's now one hour that you've been going on and uh, we're not at the end of the show Uh, so there's a reason for that Um, Uh, last couple of shows we've had a lot of feedback particularly feedback to me about me sort of bullying the rest of the team and uh, trying to shift things along to uh, keep the show notes moving forward and, and how that wasn't flowing so well and the feedback was that people Felt that it would be better to let the show run on a little bit and be a bit more extended if we've got a lot to cover, um, and to keep the flow going rather than uh, than end the show promptly. Uh, so we've got more work, to, more things to go through here, but we will move that forward. But that's why the show's overrunning. Um, so we hope you enjoy the extra, the extra bit of listening that you get. Um, so we got some Kubuntu developer feedback. Um, for those of you that that uh, listen regularly, you know that we have a developer core team meeting ahead of this show now about an hour before where we get an opportunity to speak to people like Scarlett and Clive and Yoful and um, various other people from the community that are developing and we can get some feedback from those guys uh, find out what they want to tell you in the community to be aware of Uh, and so that's what this section is about so uh, the first bit up is the installer icon that you made mention of a moment ago do you want to just mention that again, uh, a video about uh, the installer icon, what people can expect uh, to see when they're trying to do the live install? And, uh, and maybe we'll explain why we had difficulties with it. <clears throat>
2: so, normally, when you start a live session, you would be presented with a default Kubuntu desktop. And uh, in there, you would have on the desktop a folder view, which is a widget that shows the contents of a specific folder inside that folder view we always have the install icon which is a, is a launcher for the installer and it launches the installer so and you begin installing for some reason I that I don't know the reason maybe Rick you know the reason uh, that widget the folder view widget was shrunk but it was shrunk so much that the icon, only less than a quarter of the icon of the installer is visible in one corner. You can see a tiny red square that you can see it goes off in the edge because it's cut off. Uh so there, there was a problem over there and we didn't manage to fix it in time for the release.
0: No, but it's it going didn't, to be fixed
2: in the point one release.
0: Yes, we will. We are working on it. One of the things that um, Clive was explaining to me, much to his frustration, uh, he was saying, you know, we've spent together, uh, the, the developers as a team have spent two days just working on that icon, trying all kinds of tricks. In the installer to get it to uh, to show in the right shape uh, to no avail, and of course they had so many other things to get out of the door for this LTS release as well, which made life a little bit more difficult. Uh, so that was why, um, but that uh, uh, but obviously you know to expect that now when you are installing it. One of the other things that's mentioned here as well, which is uh, one of the things that burned a lot of time for the developers and made us struggle a little bit, was that um, MySQL 5.7 got released by the Ubuntu core, so obviously we are dependent on, um, or yeah, or we are driven in Kubuntu by Ubuntu's core uh, releases, and they released MySQL 5.7 to be shipped with this LTS release, and um, that promptly broke loads of stuff in our KDE desktop so it broke Akanardi and it broke the KDE PIM manager I know Scarlett was really working hard for about three days just trying to get K Organizer and KDE PIM to build and, and do some stuff so that burnt a lot of time for us as well um, we think we've got most of it working um, but but not all so that's news there and. Um, what about the next release? Of course, we've got this one out of the way, but what's the next release? What's it going to be called, David?
2: The next release is going to be called Yakety Yak. <laughs> Yakety Yak. Don't, don't
0: talk back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so the next release, the code name was announced, I think the following day or in the same day after, in, with the current release. Uh, I don't remember exactly the, the date.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um, and the
2: next release is going to happen as usual in October.
0: Fantastic. And so um, that's going to be 1610. 1610. All right. Good stuff. Uh, so, we um, we got some notes of caution as well. There's lots of changes going on uh, in the background infrastructure with Kubuntu, and we'll tell you more about that in the next show when we've got it all done, and we'll get a brief from the developers that will tell us exactly where we are with that, so a little bit more there. But there were some words of caution just coming out uh, from the development team uh, as well about some of the ppas that are available on launchpad in particular uh, the Kubuntu ci ppa and the Staging ppa um basically these P- ppas that are available are for testing purposes and for beta testing the software only they're not for production use and i know we've had a few people that had set these ppas up and got them running and of course they'd installed them and and it had broken things people trying to play with plasma 5.6 and things like this and and, of course, they were then coming into the support channel and saying it's all broken, you know, when um, uh, they were having difficulties. So the developers uh, have said, you know, if you do want to test the software and to play around with the latest stuff, we really do welcome that. We'd love to have you come and use these staging and um, staging PPAs. But please come and chat with the developers in hash kubuntu on IRC. Uh, tell them you'd like to test the staging PPAs or test the new software, the beta software. And those guys will help point you in the right direction, help get you set up, but also explain to you and show you how to un, uh, how to take those PPAs away and purge the packages out of your system so you can unbreak yourself. Uh, so just a quick heads up there uh, from those guys. Uh, that's all the news that I've got from the development team uh, this time uh, of video. Um, so... Uh, maybe we want to get. Uh, should we move into the feedback that's come back from us from the community?
2: Yeah, I agree. We should move to the feedback. Uh, the first one is from Google Plus, and I think he, you talked to this person. Yes, I uh, did. Yeah. So, uh, <coughs> can you please read that one, and I'll read the one from the the one in red in our show notes.
0: Sure, okay, can do. Uh, so this comes from Carlin Cargill, who uh, came back to us on Google+, Plus, and he said, um, <clears throat> I can't wait, ladies and gents, if for some strange reason, a.k.a. obviously obscure reason, you are not paying attention to the fine fellows and their whimsically fantastic Kubuntu World Tour, so I think he's talking, to the, uh, talking about us in the podcast, <laughs> crazy fools Aww. that we are, are in our uh, party. Thanks, Paul. Uh, So he says, about the podcast, he says, uh, formidable information that allows you to perform that subverted S&M fantasy where you dominate your computer and it serves you well, knowing that you will crack the whip, a.k.a. open the command line, and wreak sheer terror down on the digital backsides. Wow, where did we find this guy? <laughs> and uh, I this, think this, guy should, this guy should uh,
2: proofread our uh, uh, release articles and uh, we, our posts. Maybe he can inspire
0: some novel-like
2: uh, wording in our posts.
0: I tell you what, you know, um, if you wanted, if material like this would just add so much lift and spice to our marketing material, wouldn't it? <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, And he says, B, uh, so this is about us, he must be really looting, he says, uh, the best people throwing the greatest virtual party in the binary world, well, uh, you know, I mean, it was a good party, I have to say, it was, uh, wow, it was, yeah, the parties are pretty good, if you've not been along to one, you definitely need to come, they're great fun, long and short, the Kubuntu podcast team absolutely and unequivocally know what they are doing, what? <laughs> um, That's
1: a load of
2: crap. <laughs> yeah, well, well, shut up, shut up. If, if they think Focus. we know what we're
0: doing, leave them, leave them like this. Don't tell them otherwise. Okay, okay. Yeah, we absolutely and unequivocally know what they are doing. Of Willingly course, course. share the wisdom and insights with you and finally care about you. Your use of Kubuntu and your success in integrating the Kubuntu mentality that makes you not want to be a member of a community, but a brother and sister. In a movement. Join us, join them. We want you to come party, learn, and share. Amen this, to that, this can, this can go directly onto the party uh, promo material. Yes, uh, do you know what? We'll do that. I'm going to do exactly that when I set up the party event. We'll do exactly that. And uh, that's great. And uh, uh, so those in the podcast channel got a big Conky Love sticker from Aaron on that one. So that's really cool.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, really, really good. All right, what you got, a video? So
2: we—I've got an email uh, a few weeks ago, and I haven't replied to her. Sorry for that, but I wanted to show you to present this on the show first, and I'm replying this. I'm replying to you on the show and also by email after. Uh, We—we've—I've got, got an email from Anna Bellen Ragn- i Run going Can
0: butcher
2: that either way. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here I go. Hi my name is Anna. I tell you that I study in college I am I'm doing a degree career in systems. I'm a big fan of Kubuntu and it is excellent. I love it and I'm following I'm following this. I'm not uh, I think she used Google Translate so uh, and I didn't have time to correct the grammar so I'm just gonna read it as is sorry for butchering the grammar so I'm not enough words to express how wonderful they are thank you for existing make me very happy it might be possible to send me free stickers or any gift as a t-shirt, keychain, magnet, poster, bracelets, hat, pin, etc or any other you have, would be wonderful to have some of you and honored to wear anything that has your logo of course if you send me stickers that would stick in my laptop would be delighted with the opportunity to advertise you in my university. Of course, if you send me something, I will send pictures. And then she gave the postal address, and then ended with, from what, from already. Thank you very much for everything. Sorry, Google Translate for butchering English grammar. Uh, thank you for your consideration and your time. Keep keep it up. Uh, you are the best in the world. Best regards from a big fan and admirer. So, Anna, uh, I hope you're watching this. Aaron is showing you some stickers. I'm also showing you some stickers. But since Aaron is showing you more stickers, I'm going to go bigger. And I'm going to show you even more stickers! Whoa! <laughs> oh, yeah! Crap. Oh, yeah!
0: <laughs>
2: so, I have some stickers here ready to be sent to you. And Jesus. I'm hoping that you can promote this in your university. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron beat that. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron says, "Damn!" Whoa, whoa, whoa! He's showing something. What's he showing? Is that a suitcase?
1: It's a suitcase. He...
2: A How is a that related? Is that to
0: a, what are you going to send? Send her a, a Kubuntu, Kubuntu briefcase, or is it is it a bomb?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't don't even say that because I'm going to get flagged.
0: I'm <laughs> oh, get flagged. okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the PSA is hard enough as it is. <laughs> oh. really okay? <laughs> I don't need them getting hints. <laughs> so, Anna,
2: we're going to send you some stickers. This is the current promo material uh, we have available on us right now. But also, if you go on our website, on the footer of the website, you will you will see there T-shirts. And if you click on T-shirts, you can go to our uh, partner that sells Kubuntu T-shirts, and you will be able to buy some T-shirts from them.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Hello Tux. Yeah, yeah. the Hello those Tux t Those team. are, those are awesome t shirts. Mm, yeah, they've got a few things down there that you can go and look at and uh, various bits of apparel, so do do that. Um, so that's really good. Um, and uh, in, mm, can you see this, Aaron? Are you going to read one of these out? Are uh, you going to read the next come one,
1: Aaron? I can see them. It's the
0: way? one with no doubt. Yeah, start with that one.
1: All one. right. Uh, James, a.k.a. Ron Nick, I think I've seen that Nick before, uh, no doubt a huge thank you to Scarlett and Philip in getting this thing out the proverbial door while being understaffed and under the gun of a hard date-driven deadline. Right now, I can't understand, I can't help much, but all I can think to do was join Scarlett's Patreon account. It's not much, but if everyone did that, just think what the world would be like, smiley face. Anyway, I know everyone needs all the encouragement they can get right now, and I'm sending good vibes to all the hard working people who make Kabuntu possible. You all are what the community is and community is awesome. Thank you, James. Hopefully he yeah. Scarlet's hearing it and Philip.
0: So that's really really good um that's yeah. great feedback that is and um yeah you're absolutely thank right you for about uh, reminding patreon. us of the
2: patreon account for scarlet that's really yeah. really good
0: it's it's been slowly it's been very slowly building the patreon account as and more and more people are you know are contributing to it and it only takes as uh, you know a small contribution um you know just a, t- a tiny small contribution and it soon adds up so we um we'd really like to encourage you to do that and we thank you um if uh, taking the time uh, to go and um, subscribe to Scarlet's Patreon account and of course we thank you for taking the time to write to us as well what else we got over to you then?
2: Uh, Rick I think you would be the best person to read the last uh, feedback because okay. your, your reply, uh, what you replied, you and Valerie, what you replied on uh, this email uh, was better than anything I could have worded so you should go
0: ahead with this. Okay, alright, thank you. So, um, well, Dale Trombley wrote into us and he said, um, often the tribulations and trials of the developers goes unthanked. Please share this story for the Kubuntu devs in the 16.04 cycle. I lost my father on Thursday. On Sunday I was trying to go on with life and upgrade one of our many trusty. LTS's to 1604 it went completely flawless no errors no hiccups you guys and gals did a fantastic release in my opinion and I want to thank you that for those few minutes in time that my mind was occupied on the upgrade and relief that all had gone well thank you and uh, yeah both um, Valerie and I replied to this um, and uh, you know my condolences, personally, uh, expressed for your situation, Dale. Um, I'm sure it's a very difficult one, and I think it speaks so highly of somebody that um, that uh, even in that difficult time for you, you could take the time to be blessed and to be thankful to other people, and to take the time to do that. And your message really touched me personally when I read it. I felt really moved. I just thought to myself. It's messages like that that make all of the hard work, all of the late nights, all of the frustration and struggle to get something together and to get the Kubuntu distribution out the door. You hear a message like that, and it makes it absolutely and utterly worth it. And as I said to you in my uh, email, you know, um, I hope that that uh, God walks with you at this time, and that you um, that uh, that you'll continue on your journey, and that you know that uh, this this. Part of your life will move forward and uh, and know that you have a place here with us in this Kubuntu community. You're very, very welcome, and we're delighted that you uh, had that experience and that you find Kubuntu so useful to you. Uh, so, thanks very much for that, Dale. Okay, now we've got yeah. something super special going on because we decided that we were going to introduce this new segment. Um, I'm going to lay back right now, like I'm
2: going to watch some uh, YouTube stream, and okay. I'm going to watch what's oh, going to happen next. No, no,
1: no, no, no. no, no. I'm going to stay here and relax. I'm going to watch this completely burn to the ground. And
0: I'm going to watch someone do something. <laughs> Okay, so, well, let me introduce this for a moment because we've been working on this segment in the background and we decided, obviously, we're trying to Im- improve the show and add things into the show that we think people will be interested in and people will appeal to people. One of the things that we um, we really realised that we don't pay any attention to, really, is games. Games and gaming um, on Linux and particularly the games that are available that you can use on Kubuntu. So, um, so we... Uh, both a video and I realized that we'd be utterly useless at this section so we uh, so we palmed it off to Aaron and roped him in to do it so um, Aaron this is your first inaugural segment off you go mate what you got what you're going to do go Aaron go Aaron so
1: I have if anyone can see the Steam Controller and I was curious to doing some gameplay of the new Tomb Raider that came out this was it last week for Linux Okay. And as we were talking about earlier, I was missing out KDN Live for an open broadcaster software for a reason. Am I broadcasting? Is it going to do an infinite loop? Yeah, it's going to do an infinite loop. Someone
2: is happy that his love Laura Croft is wor- is on Linux right now.
0: Yeah, um, Hejumine hey, is uh, is yeah awesome. Can you see this? I don't know. I don't uh, know yeah, know can you see window. the yeah yeah Dragon Player? Okay.
1: So can you actually read the text good well? Yeah, I can read it, looks it good. Pretty
0: good. Okay. The okay. Um, Idea pad running Kubuntu sixteen oh four on graphics, PPA, Steam, Caden Live and Open Broadcast software.
1: Yep, and completely played with all this just the Steam controller worked amazingly well.
2: And all this was recorded on Kubuntu.
1: Yeah, this is all on Kubuntu. I need to iron out the settings a little bit to get better performance, but it's one pretty
0: well for me. Graphics look really good. Well, this video playback's pretty good, considering we're in a hangout.
1: Yeah, I'm better than in um, BBB.
2: <laughs> it's better if we shut up and don't waste the bandwidth and let this work. For our audio listeners right now, we are watching a video recording of Aaron playing Tomb Raider.
0: I thought you said shut up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then I remembered people don't... Not everybody
0: watches this. Some people listen to this and they listen to... What are they doing? It's just silent. <laughs> the graphics are really fantastic. I mean, the animation on Laura, the Laura character, she's running around with this uh, bow and arrow. Is really good, actually. I prefer I, the I bow and arrow. FPS. This looks great. Uh, that
2: FPS is uh, due to the game or the recording?
1: Uh, I think so the recording... The, how
2: does the game work of... run compared to when you're recording it?
1: It runs a little bit better. I was just messing with the settings a lot.
2: So... Uh, to our listeners and watchers, uh, we're still messing around with OBS, learning it, how it works, and how we should use it for. And we keep breaking stuff from time to time, so uh, we're not exactly sure how to set everything. So we're experimenting until we
0: learn. And we I are going to um, we're going to move to using, uh, as Aaron said, uh, Caden Live as well. What we plan to do is to move to OBS and start using that, and then we uh, intend to start. Um, producing a live streamed show and then also taking that live streamed show and editing it which means that when we do this gaming section like this for example we can provide some more commentary on that and we'll also be able to cut this into the video so you can go and watch the video and see it in more real-time But so that to me Aaron that looks really good Uh, I was quite compelled by that and that's the standard Steam controller and you've got that and is that a Steam wireless wireless controller? Um,
1: with, the, with the with <laughs> uh, the I was using the dongle.
0: The dongle, okay. Yeah. Um, and so, did you have to do any configuration with that to make it work with Steam on Linux, or did you just plug it in and plug and play? Plug
1: it in, push a Steam button, and it launches full uh, big picture mode, and then you're off on the running out, out the running gates. I I noticed I don't know if it was just me or on when you when I was using Windows with the Steam controller. Uh, I had to go in the big picture mode for the controller to work, but if I on I don't know if it was just on Linux, if I launched if I launched the game a normal way, it would still work either way. From my experience with the Steam controller,
0: okay, which is so
1: beneficial to so, me because I would want to launch it full screen all the time to record the gameplay.
0: So for folks who want to get uh, doing some of this gaming. Obviously, there are some, there's a, there's a whole raft of open source games and, uh, uh, and things that are available in in the Discover Ooh. Software Center. Uh, and, and we'll cover some of those as well, no doubt, in this game section. It'd be really nice if you could do that. But to get this up and running then, from a stock Kubuntu installation, Aaron, what did you have to do? What do people need to install? What do they need to go through to get Lara Croft running on Kubuntu?
1: Um... Anyone who's already purchased it, you can just basically go on your Steam account and install it, really. And then it launches a small window. If you want to do a windowed version and change your screen resolution, oh, can I be focused again?
0: Yeah, sure, of course you can. Okay. Um, so you go into the so you go into Discover, move on Discover, and you install Steam.
1: Yeah. Um, only broadcasting right. steam right
0: yes okay so this is steam that we're looking at now isn't it with the library and you're logged yeah. into your account and these are all the are these all the, are all the all these games available okay to play on Linux
1: yeah I have ninety three games and forty one of them are on SteamOS and Linux
0: Wow okay. which is
1: actually almost half my library is Linux now. Um, Shadow of Mordor is also by the same team that ported the Tomb Raider game to Linux too. So if you want to support the development, you should support it by buying Tomb Raider or Shadow of Mordor.
2: We have a couple of uh, mentions in, uh, in the chat. Uh, okay. Hegemon8 likes uh, Zero AD. Uh, I'm a player of Zero id And Aaron, I don't know, do you play Zero, Zero id Zero 0ID? Never Zero A D. It. It's like the Oh,
1: I know I know what that is. It's a. it's an RTS. Real time strategy. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: and, and I know what it is. I've never I've seen updates about it, but I've never bothered with it. It's
2: it's really awesome. I, I love to multiplay on multiplayer on that. Uh also, Aaron, a question for you. Do you have anomaly? Up here?
1: On the top left, I think, is that what you're talking about? Anomaly? Oh yeah,
2: that, yeah.
1: I think so. Warzone Earth, though. I got that in uh, Humble bumble
2: So and, yeah, I have it. And also, uh, Left 4 Dead.
1: I have Left 4 Dead t- 1 and 2, but I think only 2 is on Linux, though. Looks like.
0: So maybe we could um, maybe we could do a review of one of those because hegemonate in our uh, in the, the podcast channel is asking us. Maybe we could do a review like you did with the Laura Laura Croft one of one of those for the next show, Aaron.
2: Maybe I want to I want to show my Steam library as well if I manage to log in right now to screen share.
0: Um, um, I I'm also I have know. just
2: a couple of games, so not much. Uh, and i um, i keep trying to convince people to. Play with me,
1: play with me. Oh, shoot. You can't actually find Steam and Discover.
2: Mm. Uh, nope. I'm going to screen share the Steam window right now. You guys should see okay. my Steam window. Yeah. If uh, Rick That's will give me a presentation. I'll give
0: you the presentation, yeah, I will. Okay. I'm doing it, I'm doing it, okay. <clears throat> These are the games that I have, and uh,
2: I don't think I can filter here. Just the games that I play on Linux. I play Fez. I play Portal, both, and Witcher Two. The rest are Windows only games, uh, and uh, Dota also works.
1: Uh, don't ask. I don't know how that got in there. That's included, I think, with everybody. It's yeah. in mine too.
0: Uh, I've got a friend of mine who's telling me about Witcher Two. I'd like to. I'd like to try that myself. Uh, it's. It, it's um, a
2: really. It's a really good story game. Uh... It's a story-based game, and it's really awesome. You can play it actually several times because it has multiple storylines. So that that's that's an awesome game. And to my surprise, on my Galaga Ulta Pro from System Seventy Six, it works pretty good, even on high. Uh, On if if I even if I set it on the highest settings, it still works acceptable.
0: All right. Well, I, I've got a, uh, so I know uh, we've got a couple of mentions in here and uh, Jim Arvin says um, he highly, in fact he shouts, he highly recommends XCOM and XCOM 2 on Steam. Uh, he says amazing games and they play really well on Kubuntu. So that's really good. Um, so it sounds like we've got... Um, XCOM? It sounds like, well, first of all, this section's... A, a, immediately got a number of people excited so that was a good choice to choose this section to do some games reviews and to look at some stuff so it looks like your sex segment's been a success Aaron oh, um, which is great um you mentioned something there 0AD um i was looking at that the other day and uh, i tried to play it and couldn't work out what was going on but it looked really good uh, i'd really like some lessons in how to play that a video because it looks awesome uh,
2: it's it's indeed an an awesome game, but uh, if you want to install that one, I recommend you set their PPA and get the latest version. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, they're on a PPA to get the updates faster for it.
2: Yeah, uh, what you have on Ubuntu is uh, a bit fallen behind. But if you get their PPA, you should be set up.
1: Oh, snap. Um... Martin says the good news is that Feral, the developer that ported Tomb Raider, hasn't denied that they plan to port the next Tomb Raider either.
0: Okay. Alright, that sounds pretty cool. I know that there was... um, I forwarded an article, actually, which I meant to read, but we're... Um, maybe I'll bring. Maybe I'll remember it to add it to the show notes for next next uh, next time. But um, it was a really cool review of some stuff from gaming on Linux. And <clears throat> I said that I'd mentioned gaming on Linux dot com, uh, which is a, a, another voluntary site that's uh, kind of supporting this kind of stuff. And uh, maybe we'll be able to do something there. Maybe get one of those guys on for an interview or something. But um, <clears throat> thank you there's very much for game, taking the time to do that. one
2: more game that I play on Linux, but uh, <laughs> it's a bit of cheating. I'm playing SimCity, but I'm playing that using uh, Play on Linux and Wine. But it still works awesome.
1: It's okay. Okay. My friend plays uh, StarCraft 2 on Wine.
0: Cool, cool. All right, so, well, um, it'd be really good if you could... uh, So if we can keep this going, and if we can do another another little video that shows how these things play and uh, and a little review of another game in the next show, Aaron, that'd be really awesome. Um, Really, really good.
1: If Jim, if Jim is watching, does he recommend me play XCOM? Because I do have, I, I have, I'm a bit into the story already. I'm yeah, well, <coughs> watching it.
0: What do you think, Jim? Uh, there is a little bit of lag on the live channel here, so uh, give us a prod, Jim, if you'd like us to do a review of XCOM and XCOM 2. Uh, I know it's highly recommended, so I suspect that that's going to be a yes. Um, but uh, I- I'm sure you'll want us to do some of that, and uh, absolutely, oh, he says, absolutely. okay. Then, I don't uh, have then we'll put it on the too, show notes though. for next time. We'll do a review of XCOM and we'll uh, get a little video out for that. It'll be really, really good. <clears throat> All right. Well, guys, we uh, here endeth the lesson. We're at the end of the show. Yep. So uh, better go through the uh, go through the usual stuff and let you know how to contact us. So obviously the website first and foremost. Uh, come and visit the website at kubuntu.org. Uh, come and chat with us and hang out on irc.freenode.net you can find us in the hashkubuntu channel um, or hashkubuntu podcast if you want to speak specifically to the team um, we've got telegram groups for support and the kubuntu cafe uh, telegram news channel all of these things are in our show notes which we'll share after the show so you can get in uh, find out more about that there follow us on social media the kubuntu podcast on google plus uh, of course, check us out on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, on Reddit, and on LinkedIn. And, uh, and if you want to get in touch with the Kubuntu podcast team, then IRC is a great place to do it. You can send us feedback and your comments via Google Plus or on the mailing list, or, of course, you can make comments on YouTube. And uh, don't forget from me, um, I'd just like to extend a warm um, invitation to come to the next Kubuntu party it's at 1900 UTC on Friday, the 20th of May. Uh, all right, so I've uh, really enjoyed the show. It's been great being here. and been great talking to you guys, and I just love hanging out with my two co-hosts, Ovidiu and Aaron. Um, my name's Rick Timmis. I'll see you soon. Over to you, Ovidiu. I'm Ovidiu, and
2: I'm hoping you enjoy this show, and I'm hoping that you will also watch us in our future shows and support Kubuntu. See you.
1: Yo, I'm Aaron. I'll see you in the next show. Thanks for joining us and for the awesome feedback. Catch you in the next one.